from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Tossed Popcorn is a production of iHeartRadio. I just did the intro, but silent film version. <laughs> just kidding. Hello, I'm Liana Holston. And I'm Sienna Jacob. And welcome to Tossed Popcorn, the podcast that is on Patreon and you should subscribe. Also the podcast where two idiots watch every film on the AFI's 100 Greatest American Movies of All Time, the very slightly less racist 10th Anniversary Edition. This podcast is a safe space for patrons... <gasps> and others, who don't know anything about movies. Mm -hmm. Today, we're watching The Gold Rush. Number 58 on the AFI list. Warning, there will be spoilers about this mining old <laughs> film. Speaking of mining, we are panning for reviews. Please drop us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. We yearn for success, and that is one of the things that will propel us toward it. Sienna, mm -hmm. can I please play you my prediction for this film? Yes. Okay. There be gold in them hills. Hi. Hi. It's Liana. I'm about to watch The Gold Rush, which I know is a 1925 movie. I also accidentally found out when I googled how long is this movie that it's a Charlie Chaplin film. Wow. So I predict that you're going to have a great time. <laughs> Love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blushing. Oh. Um, Leona, let's listen to my prediction. Yeah, great. 
Oh my gosh. Liana, uh, this is Sienna. I'm about to watch The Gold Rush. Um, I just had a realization that this might be a Charlie Chaplin film that I researched when we were doing Ridiculous History. Oh. And it was free on YouTube, and I watched like it half of YouTube. it, and he eats a shoe. Such bad quality. God damn it. Terrible quality. If this is that movie... Uh, uh, then I've seen part of it. <laughs> All right, I love you. Goodbye. Oh, interesting. I, it, I was just so surprised. It didn't cross my mind once before I was. I did another prediction, and then I realized, oh my gosh, I might have seen this movie. Mm. And I had. I watched a really, really bad quality version on YouTube. Wow. Partly. Mm-hmm. Well, damn. Yeah. So I know a tiny bit of historical context, Ooh. which we could get to then. Okay, love. Sienna. Uh huh. How would you summarize The Gold Rush? And by The Gold Rush, I, of course, mean the 1925 film and not the historical event. The Gold Rush, Mm -hmm. 1925. Mm. Charlie Chaplin's Little Tramp partakes in the Klondike Gold Rush. Okay. He battles hunger, heartache, avalanches, bears, and Mean Girls, 1920s edition. You're so mean. Please. <laughs> Somehow in the end, he gets the girl. <laughs> the end. That's that's how every movie ends. I just don't know how he justifies that being a little tramp. Every single time. In literally every movie. It doesn't it's like, well, it's the guy. He's gotta get the girl. I never know how to root. <laughs> but anyway, it is a silent film. Yeah. It is Charlie and his antics. Mm-hmm. Some famous moments are the chewing the shoe yes. and the bread dance, the I The bread dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was some legitimate snow. Or was there? <gasps> <laughs> well, Liana. <laughs> Hello. Now's a perfect time for the historical yes. context. There be gold in these facts. <laughs> Hello. And welcome to the historical context for The Gold Rush, 1925, written, produced, and directed by Charles Chaplin. We have heard about this man before. For more of a background on Charlie Chaplin, you can listen to our episode on City Lights, where we go a bit more into detail about him. Chaplin was very proud of this movie. It was one of the films that he was proudest of, if not the film that he was the proudest of. He said during the publicity tour for the film he said this is the picture that i want to be remembered by interesting the little tramp is at it again this movie came out six years before city lights which is the other time we've seen him be the little small tramp the eating the shoe scene very very iconic the boot and the lace of the shoe were made out of licorice and the nails were made out of hard candy so that's so fun i am a cinematic idiot and i truly was like wow i guess he just had to bite into leather (laughs) Also, a side a hilarious fact I read is that both Charlie Chaplin and his scene partner got got by the effects, the laxative effects of licorice in that scene, and it caused delays in production. So it might have been better just to eat the shoe. Uh-huh. That's so funny. Uh, you, some of you may recall from our historical context during City Lights that Charlie Chaplin married a 16-year-old. Mm-hmm. The original female lead of this movie was supposed to be Lita Gray. She was 15 when cast, and then she became pregnant during the filming of the movie by, guess who, Charles Chaplin. Production was halted for three months, and Lita Gray was replaced by Georgia Hale, who plays 
Georgia. That's the part I knew. Hey! It was the most expensive comedy of the silent film era, which I could have told you from the opening shot. And maybe I did. We'll have to wait and see for my notes. Oh. <laughs> um, what made it so expensive? It was shot on location in Truckee, California. Northern California. Mm-hmm. Mountainy Sierra Nevada area. And they got like 600 extras to be the other dudes hiking up the mountain. Wow. Yeah. Before copy paste. Before copy paste. <laughs> the Klondike Gold Rush is what inspired the movie or one of the things that inspired the movie it was a real historical time event thing 100,000 miners and by miners i mean people who mine things not young humans <laughs> traveled to alaska and the yukon territory after an august 1896 finding of gold near the klondike river in canada's yukon territory the people who traveled there were called stampeders which hey. i think is fun and Accessing the region by water, taking a boat, which we see in the movie, we see them leaving by boat. Mm -hmm. That was called the Rich Man's Route, which eventually became portmanteaued into Richmond's Route. Mm -hmm. And it's because that was, for rich people, the way to go, but hard to afford for the masses. So most went the cheapest route, which was taking the White Pass or the Chilkut Trails. And that meant sailing up something called the Inside Passage. Hiking over the Coast Range Mountains to the head of the Yukon River and then traveling over 500 miles on homemade boat to the gold fields. Whoa. It was a mess. It was just simply a mess. <laughs> I wouldn't have done it. I would not have gone. If you invited me, I would have said no. There were a lot of boom towns as a result of this, which some of us maybe learned about having grown up in the region of Colorado and having maybe seen and visited some boom towns as a child. Boom towns, for anyone who doesn't know, just means towns where there was a a huge increase in the population and then decreased all in a very short period of time. The Chilkut Pass. That is what we see a shot kind of like recreation of, recreation of in the movie, those Mm -hmm. Big mountains with just the line of men walking up it. And that was... That was for real? That was for real. I mean, it wasn't the actual pass. Right, right, right. Yes. Actual guys walking up. Oh, I feel Actual guys walking up. Actual Uh mountain. (laughs) So bad for them. Yeah, you know. Um, The Chilkut Trail was a 33-mile route from Daia, Alaska to Lake Bennett, British Columbia. This trail and the White Pass Trail saw murders, suicides, disease, malnutrition, hypothermia, avalanche, and more causes of death. They were treacherous. The most difficult section of the Chilkut Pass Trail was the, quote, golden staircase, and it was the only way through in wintertime. People could not use pack animals on the golden staircase because of the steepness of the slopes, or at least they couldn't easily, and so everybody had to carry everything on their own back, which made it obviously more difficult. And steps and ledges were carved into the slope in early 1898, uh, which is how supposedly it got its name, the Golden Staircase. This gold rush, the Klondike Gold Rush, again, it began sort of August 1896. It was pretty much done by 1899, so it was a very flash in the pan, oh. if you will. Kind of a boom town. (laughs) Okay. The Donner Party. Oh. (laughs) 
I we do not have time to go into the full details. There are there are full books written on the subject, and I really want to read one of them. <laughs> but this was an 1846 disaster in which 87 American pioneers were migrating to California via via wagon train on the Oregon Trail. Uh, heard of it? Hey, played it. Um, they did, and they lost. Okay, they went an unusual route through the Rockies and the Great Salt Lake Desert. Most people didn't do that, and that kind of fucked them up from the beginning. They lost a lot of their cattle and their oxen during that portion of the travels, which came back to, for lack of a better phrase, bite them in the ass <laughs> later on. <laughs> they, in early November, became trapped in a heavy snowfall that was unexpected. They had been told it was not supposed to snow, at least not heavily, until later in the month. So they were like, you know what, we're going to try, we're going to go through it. And it snowed hard on them near Truckee Lake, which is now called Donner Lake. <laughs> This was early November. Relief did not arrive until February of 1847. Oh, my God. They were trapped for months. And again, it was 87 people. It was a bunch of families traveling together. They had sort of gotten separated by this point. There are maps on the Internet detailing where each family kind of was camped out and where they were trying to survive. It was, again, sort of near Truckee, now Donner Lake in California. And what the Donner Party is most notorious for, most sort of infamous for, is the fact that some of them had to resort to survival, survivor cannibalism. So they had, um, many of the party members had died and had been placed in the snowbank near their camp to just kind of put them on ice. Um, <laughs> and the the deal is there was nothing left for them to eat. They literally had eaten their shoes, which is why Wow, that's like sort of maybe where the chaplain got the idea for eating his shoe and also the idea for maybe being in a giant chicken suit. Um, <laughs> none yeah, of it was as whimsical uh-huh. as portrayed in the film The Gold Rush. Um, and also I think the difference between the two, there are obviously many, but the big one in The Gold Rush is that it's like, while they're both still living, mm-hmm. one person is like, oh, I think I'm going to eat you. And that's not actually what happened in the past. This was like people who had already died. Um, it's, oh my God, it's so horrific. They had to like feed human meat to young children because oh. the children were going to die otherwise. It's so fucked up. I can't <laughs> wait to read this book about it. Oh my God. Okay. And finally... A, a final quote from Charles Chaplin in his autobiography. Chaplin wrote, quote, In the creation of comedy, it is paradoxical that tragedy stimulates the spirit of ridicule. Because ridicule, I suppose, is an act of defiance. We must laugh in the face of our helplessness against the forces of nature or go insane. End quote. He's not and wrong. that is the end of the historical context for the gold rush a silent film slapstick comedy. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Is your friend starting to look kind of like a chicken? Get a snack. We'll be right back. That was very good. Thank you. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... 
in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Liana, thank you for that historical context. You're welcome. Well, now it is time for phone notes, oh. where we look at the notes that the other one took during the movie. A gorgeous one hour, 36 minutes of a runtime. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I was very grateful. Did this feel long or short to you? Very long, but you'll see why. Oh, you've changed your Gmail photo. Gorgeous. Thank you. Liana, I'm sorry. Oh, thank you. Because you've said, are we going to see a seal? (laughs) And that would have been wonderful. I would have loved that. And now we know they were on location. We know they put in the money. They made a licorice shoe. There was a lake. They could have gotten a seal in here. You've also said (gasps) something I noticed as well. Thank you. Which is second silent film with a bear in it. What was up with movies in the past? Were they like, you know what? We got to fill time. Can we get the bear again? I like to think that anything from like the early, early movie times, mm-hmm. they were just like, let's take what we do in the circus yeah. and figure out how to put it in a narrative. Yeah. So that's why he has like all these dance things he does that are uh-huh. just like little sideshow performances. Yeah. And then also every now and then they'll just have a bear walk in the background. It's And it always kind of like comes into frame and walks out of frame. <laughs> Maybe and then they that's could, the bear. They could only train it so much <laughs> to like follow a salmon. <laughs> 
They're like, all right, quiet on set. It's going to do what it does. <laughs> and we'll work with it. Uh-huh. We'll just see what We're happens. We're going to create a film around We're just going to roll. Mm-hmm. And every now and then they replace it with a guy in a bear suit. A hundred percent. And I loved it. <laughs> it was so silly. Sienna, you've said, I hate being really hot and really cold at the same time. What's this? I was thinking about this very hard because <laughs> they were walking up that hill the big mountain running up that hill even yes mm-hmm. uh the the pass that mm-hmm. we were just discussing mm-hmm. oh the line of boys yes the, the line beginning. of boys and i just did your family ski or yeah. anything would you do i know you hike what do you think <laughs> yes yeah okay i see mountains i think you've been there oh thank you uh so uh, just just that that feeling of of trudging up like with snow, it's so bright. And so it, see, it ends up being hot. There ends up being sun on your face mm-hmm. and you're so cold, but you're so sweaty. Mm. That is just one of the worst feelings mm. to me. Wow. Are you okay with it? Yeah. <laughs> but also we have ski lifts, so we're not, you don't have to trudge up the mountain to then ski down it. But you surely have to trudge sometimes. Mm. Even the walk to the ski lift, you're like, honestly, like. The rich white people kind of really figured out pastimes. Like you sit, you get carried up a mountain, <sighs> and then you just get, let gravity take you down it. Like that's Richmond's Pass. Richmond's Pass. <laughs> skiing is skiing is the Richmond's Pass of life, <laughs> um, leisure. But no, I actually weirdly love the feeling of being really hot and really cold at the same really? time. Like I love when you're in the crisp air and you you're maybe walking or or doing some form of cardiovascular exercise and then you take off your jacket and you've got your long underwear on underneath and you're like mm. oh, and me. you get to like cool off but also feel really cold because you've been sweating right anything to feel something you know Hmm. okay liana so at the beginning of this i noticed that liana had changed her google photo in our google doc <laughs> and uh, lo and behold <laughs> she has put in the notes and highlighted as a note in her phone notes Oops, sorry, had to pause because my new headshots arrived. <laughs> Remember when I said that this film felt long? Yeah. There was a 30-minute interlude where I was just looking at my own headshots and the movie was on pause. Did they knock on the door? Yeah, they each individually <laughs> tapped on my door and I said, gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous she's gorgeous. gorgeous, hello. It was like the line of men up the hill, just a line of your... Yes, a line of myself. <laughs> That's all there ever is. Um, no. <laughs> you get them emailed in link form, and uh-huh. then you just view the entire gallery on your computer. And you were sort of looking at your email during the movie? I got it on my phone, which is where I take notes. During a commercial? During the film. No. I have notifications on, on my phone. Oh. But I, it was like a time-sensitive thing, because, oh, oh boy. This to, is, I'm being very eye-roll on this episode, and I'm really sorry, everybody. Okay. I had to send them to my agent. <laughs> okay, yeah, eye-roll. <laughs> But I support you. I support you in your career. And thank you. Um, so I had to, like, download them, get the link, send it, forward it along. I It didn't have to happen right in that specific hour. But I was bored. <laughs> <laughs> but I did choose to. I did. And, you know, <laughs> I did do it. <laughs> and we forgive you. Sienna, you have written Two Little Tramps. In parentheses, one is the dog kind. <laughs> dog for you, Liana. How many dogs did you see in the movie? One. That's insane. 
There were maybe two. There were at least 15 dogs in this film. Where? I'm there, not kidding. There was the one in the cabin who he brought also Such elsewhere. A cute dog. Yes. That was a really cute dog. Okay, thank you. Even I was like, oh, that's a cute dog. I had a feeling. I was like, Sienna doesn't really usually normally <laughs> notice dogs, but this one I think she's going to perceive. I, it was a scrappy, but fluffy. the right size. So fluffy. It's very medium. So cute. Yeah. Not quite a husky, not quite... It kind of looked like an American Eskimo dog, which it may have been. They scooped him up a couple times. Very cute. He was so fucking cute. Oh, yeah. my God. Where were the other ones? Just around? Oh, wow. Where else would they have been? The dance hall? Yes! There were dogs there was a in, dog the dance in the dance hall? hall. There was a whole gag about a dog in the dance hall. What was it? When Charlie Chaplin's pants are falling down, oh, he ties a I rope, that, I and it's tied to a dog. In my mind, it was sort of the same dog. <laughs> what?! I was like, a dog, the e- dog. Well, I'm happy for you. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Okay, you've said something I thought about a lot as well. Mm. And I actually wrote something down that kind of pairs with this that I that I wrote so many times that I actually didn't mark it for oh. you. But you've written, <laughs> okay. Charles has such small hands. You notice this? What I notice mostly, and it's, pair, he has very small hands and a very large head. Oh. And I think his head looks larger with the hat. Uh-huh. But yes, the smallest hands. Very small. I Googled it and he just kind of was small. Proportionally weird. Did you know he was 5'5? Five five? No, I didn't know who's that. I, I knew he was small because they play it for jokes a lot, but. Mm. I just thought everybody else in the cast was big. <laughs> Nobody was big in the 1920s, except for what a big boy, his friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> big yeah, John. His friend, big boy. Did you? I can't remember. Remind me. I know you found Buster Keaton hot. Mm-hmm. Is Chaplin hot at all to you? He's doing a lot and he's like a little freak. Yeah, I've always said no. Oh, there were a few moments in this particular movie that made me feel hot. <laughs> and I was ashamed. <laughs> but I did blush a couple of times. All right, what were they? I think what it really is is that I just, I want to be him. I want to oh, okay. just like him. Uh huh, uh huh. Except for how he's a bad person. Sure. His core strength, like Buster Keaton, is unmatched when they pick him up and carry him around like a plank. That was impressive. I'm like, are you kidding me? Sienna has both hands to her forehead. He's so amazing. And then the part that made me blush and made me feel very confused Mm -hmm. was when he did the little rolls dance. The rolls dance was hot. It was hot. (laughs) It was hot. It was so hot. It was 100%. That was hot. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Okay, I'm glad you It has something for both of us where for you, it's like, I don't know what it was for you. For me, it was a man knowing choreography. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And he had a deadness in the, the eyes. The dead very cool. Was very hot. It was really hot. I'm gonna rewatch it later. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we separately on our own time and in our own homes <laughs> will be rewatching the roll dance. We converge the dance of the rolls. Our our interests converge in a place that I never could have imagined. <laughs> I was thinking maybe I should try to marry a clown. Nope. You I will think? not come to that wedding. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> If I marry a clown, Imagine the child that you would produce. And you would not spend time with that child. I mean, I already no. know that you're not going to be friends with me once I yeah, bear one. Unfortunately, it will. We, our, our friendship is term limited. <laughs> the end of the pod. Let's talk a bit about their starvation moment. Okay, this um, gourmet shoe serve. Yeah. Well, and here's where I started to feel very... I don't want to say dumb. I just want to say vegetarian, which uh-huh. is that as he boiled it, I was like... 
Yeah, I guess that's kind of meat. I felt the same way, though. It's kind of a meal. I'm like, I don't know if there's any protein left in that, but it was once an animal. It's from an animal. Mm -hmm. I guess it's not the part that you usually eat, but like, you can eat it. What is nutrition, really? It starts to make you wonder. I mean, there's fruit leather. I I want... True. So this was just shoe leather. And isn't leather sort of like jerky that's not been cured or salted and you're like the only thing that's gonna it's gonna have been touching is like the dirt and sweat which kind of mixes together to be like seasoning seasoning yeah Yeah. it's like a lot of food is sort of dirt Dirt and sweat sweat. like doesn't that turn it into food absolutely it's it's it is tough (laughs) i had a culinary podcast i had a number of questions for you please if you were in a starvation scenario Mm. being a vegetarian thank you he saw someone turn into a large chicken (laughs) What would I see? What would you see? It would be a pint of Ben and Jerry's. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That answers a lot of questions for me about what the vegetarian lifestyle is like. I don't think I really speak for the majority there. No, it's starting to all make sense. Well, the thing is, I'm a vegetarian who's so lazy about (laughs) cooking. So I'm, I do not set myself up for success in terms of like getting nutrients into (sighs) my body. I think if a vegetarian cooked, they would see maybe like a, uh, Mm -hmm. there's there's a moment of truth. (laughs) Uh, like a polenta oh, setup yeah. of some sort. Me personally, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, I think Charles did a very good job in the chicken suit of being a chicken. He's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> that is, okay. <laughs> uh, Liana, you've said, throwing asbestos at my girlies. <laughs> Do you remember the scene? The girlies have a snowball fight. <laughs> and it just feels like that probably was asbestos. Well, now that we know they shot on location. Well, they shot on On location location. for the trucky like opening scene, but Uh the rest of it was filmed in literally Hollywood, California. Oh, mm -hmm. that checks out. (laughs) Yep, that was asbestos for sure. (laughs) Pelting each other in the face. So like, yes, Yes! so much fun. Mm, Okay, absolutely must have been asbestos. You've written. I recall loving georgia is this when you watched it for free very when i watched it i saw her the lowest quality woman very beautiful i think i bet even in like sd the 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 women in this movie were very gorgeous yeah it was annoying it it was was happy for them but i was like come on charles yeah yeah they were like wow yeah knockouts i'm surprised i don't talk about her more i don't think like four models are hanging out in the yukon territory (laughs) yeah i didn't think about that (laughs) This is a boom town, Who not a bone town. <laughs> hey, <laughs> not a bang town. Am not I a boob right? Town, come on, come on. Oh, they meant they were trying to go to the boob, oh, boob town. town. Oh, these four women were headed to boob. Is town. this the boob town? They took the wrong ship. It's a boom town. No, no, girlies. Um, I loved Georgia. I loved how much she hated her boyfriend. She was so coy and cool. She was so beautiful. She had sort of Kristen Stewart vibes. I thought. Oh, I could see that. Very chill. Very yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. Should we talk a little bit about how mean they were? I hated that. I was like, um, unnecessary. Yes. So they go and they hang out. Why did they start hanging out with him? I have no idea. Oh, okay. okay. So she, because she hates her boyfriend, Uh she makes a point by dancing with the little tramp. She's like, I'm going to dance with the, the, the absolute tiny rando. Yeah. (laughs) Tiniest rando here. (laughs) And she finds him as a little tramp. We've all done it. (laughs) Standing behind a pole. And she brings him over and she dances with him like out of spite. Right. Yeah. They have a fun little time. Uh And then later they're snowball fighting with asbestos Mm -hmm. and the. Oh yeah. They, they asbestos his front door. Yeah. And he's holding onto the, the cabin for his friend he's house sitting for somebody yeah, he's i don't know sitting. he comes out and the girlies are they're there. like oh my god and he welcomes them in 
And then they have a cute time for a second. They laugh behind his back, basically, about like, oh, my God, he like totally is in love with you. Right. Because they, they find a flower and a photo of her, of Georgia. Just terrifyingly yeah. modern middle school. It was energy. crazy. Very mean girls. I I think I went into like fight or flight mode because <laughs> I was like, I, I'll say it, was not cool in middle school. <laughs> And there were moments that felt similar uh-huh. in this film to how my middle school uh-huh. experience uh-huh. felt. Yeah. And I said, oh, my God, I was Charles. I was the little tramp. <laughs> Wait, keep doing that. <laughs> it was like me. That. I was the tramp of Kent Denver Day School. I really like that. There was a photo of a woman under my pillow and everybody laughed. What woman was it? Mm, Michelle Obama? <laughs> I just respect her so much. I love her. Are you afraid that you might be becoming a bit attracted to Charlie Chaplin? (laughs) Take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now.
and they finally are like, we're going to come over for New Year's dinner. And yeah, it was we'll like, totally come over. That's wink. nice. I thought they were going to come over. Did you think they were going to come over? I was kind of looking at my headshots again. Okay. <laughs> During that I, I had no reason to believe that they were going to be that mean. But then New Year's rolls around and he plans a wonderful party. Did you see that party? I, I resonated a lot with him uh-huh. in that moment where it's like five minutes before and everything is very set up. And yeah. you're just like kind of hoping for how the evening is gonna go he had party poppers in the glasses he had presents for all of them he had streamers up there he was cooking a delicious chicken he checks his reflection in the little hand mirror when he hears a knock at the door and then he takes a moment to compose himself which i have done then he opens the door to a donkey (laughs) who eats his christmas cracker Have you ever done? Yes. <laughs> it's essentially he has a huge social flop, and we we all have uh-huh. some of us more in front of our crush than others. Oh, we've all opened the door for a donkey. It was harrowing. This movie. It was so, I, my God. I hate feeling pity for characters, and I felt it so many times. I was so sad. I was yeah. screaming at the TV. Yeah, he really. He knows how to get you feeling bad for him. Yeah, he does. He really puts you in a position where at the end, when he gets with the girl, you're like, I guess I feel better. Yeah, I guess I wanted this to happen because, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, he, he needs a win. The little Though he track. already got the win by getting becoming a multimillionaire. He certainly becomes a multimillionaire <laughs> in the year 1896. Which you are excited for him. You're like, that's awesome. Way to go, little tramp. Yeah. Okay, one part I did wonder about was when they shot guns on mm-hmm. New Year's. They did? After they sing Old Lang Syne. <laughs> Georgia gets on top of the bar or something uh-huh. and she shoots guns. <laughs> what? Plural? She does twice. What? She doesn't also shoot them like above her head. Like it's not going to the ceiling. She shoots them like at the rafters where people are standing. What on earth? I did not see that at all. I was I was so confused. I was like, did they have blanks? Was this celebratory? Or is she just killing off the two people she hated <laughs> most that year? <laughs> Oddling Zion famously ends with a double murder. <laughs> Every year. <laughs> It's sort of like the lottery of the yeah. past. That's how you got to. Do you think it would just be random? Shirley Jackson was like, you know, back when they did Auld Lang Syne, it was two people. <laughs> we'll just do one in our town. It was in insane. days of Auld Lang. <laughs> That's really fucked up, Georgia. What the hell? She's so mean. She's the, that was the mean girls of that time. <laughs> the Regina George was like. <laughs> so mean. It was so mean when they killed that person. That was so fucked up. You said something I don't understand. Okay. You said, LOL, being pulled out of frame by Patrick Starr. I wrote this for you. His big, big boyfriend. Yeah. Big Tom. Yeah. Or whatever. Looked like Patrick Starr from the back <laughs> the whole time. With his he little, was very much the shape of Patrick Starr. With his Star. coat, especially. Yeah. yeah. He, was, he had a conical head. Pointy. Not in a KKK way. No. Just in like, it was a bear fur. Right. And they didn't really know what bears looked like. Yeah. <laughs> Pointed, huh? maybe? Um, and so when he had his arms out, which was often, he was he was big, bulky, and looked like <laughs> Patrick Starr. <laughs> and at one point, back in the dance hall, when he comes back to town, he's like, the cabin! You know where the cabin is! Take me to the cabin! He yanks Charles out of frame, and it's just like the top of his little cone head uh-huh. and one of his arms. <laughs> I was like, oh, SpongeBob and Patrick. I love that. For a, a winter adventure. He's a bit of a SpongeBob, too. Small little man. Definitely. <laughs> you said, what's he going to pull the house to shore? I really missed this whole scene. 
Really? Was there like a tornado? How did this cliff it happen? pulled it fully pulled a Wizard of Oz. Like it yeah. it it walked so Wizard of Oz could run. Because yeah. there was a swirling house scene. Oh, really? Which was a, it was a big blizzard. Mm. And then uh, the house is on the side. And I yeah. wrote one thing that I do want you to see. I said, it's giving... It's giving Quint. <laughs> <laughs> Gravity got him. I it's... thought they were going to get got by... Oh. <laughs> I thought they were going to get got by gravity. Oh, that's yeah. hard to say. I get thought got they were going to get got... I thought they were going. I th- say that. Five I thought they were going to get got by gravity. Oh, and four that. more times, please. I thought they were going to get got by gravity. I thought they were going to get got by gravity. I thought they were going to get got by gravity. I thought they were going to get got by gravity. I fucking slayed that. Yeah, wow. You did. Okay. Well, all right. Quint, of course, Very is Quint. is the old sea captain. It was from, quintessentially Quint <laughs> from Jaws. <laughs> I had a hard time believing it. <laughs> Interesting. That didn't read as believable to me. Okay. The rest uh-huh. of the film, fine. Was it because he was sort of in claymation for part of it? What? Did you see? He he flew out of the house at one point and then brought himself back in. And oh, he yeah. was partly claymation. Really? Well, when I they guess, did a yeah. wide shot. That makes sense. I just, all of it, I was like. You weren't buying it. You weren't buying what they were selling. Well, honestly, by that point, I was like, where is the dog? Because where did the dog go? Yeah. That dog was so cute. The dog went with the felon. They pulled a Moana, where they introduced a very, very cute creature early on and then didn't have it be part of the adventure for the full oh. film. I'm going to tell you what happened to it. And I'm going to tell you with a note of mine. Mush? More like smush. <laughs> smush. What? There was an avalanche and it got him. It did not get the dog. It got got. He got got. The dog is fine. Yeah, the dog's probably fine. The felon got got by an avalanche. I thought the felon. Oh yeah, he falls off a cliff. He old bitch dies. He uh-huh. dies old bitch style. Yeah, but he had a he had his dog. But with the him. dog was not with him. No, because I was looking for the dog when he headed out and like stole a sled oh, or whatever. I and I was you like, have real eye for those things. Is the dog? And I think the dog just like went on its own merry way. Probably. <sighs> but I wish it had had more screen time. I loved that dog. I'm sorry for you. It was so cute. Um, we must discuss the kiss. Hot. It was hot. <laughs> it was hot, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, it was very hot. He clearly enjoys those like sappy moments and he will ring them out. Well, and there was chemistry between those two. When they, because in most movies on this list, when two people put their mouths together, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. In this one, I was like, yeah. Yes. The, by the end, he is a multimillionaire. Charlie Chaplin has his friend, Big Patrick Starr, mm-hmm. has found the gold he found gold long ago. He got amnesia. Then he found it again. And he yeah. said, we're going to be rich together. His claim. So then they become multimillionaires mm-hmm. and they want to write a story on him. They take Richmond's path he back runs, home. Mm-hmm. He runs into Georgia and on this boat mm-hmm. and uh, they end up, the, the news people end up posing them, looking at each other, but not kissing. And they can't help it. And they but can't just help smooch. it. And it was hot. It was really hot. Yeah. You just can tell when the actors don't mind kissing one another. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just nice. I was happy for them in that moment. I liked it too. I did. And he had already been hot with the bread rolls. So you were kind of like yeah. prepped for it. Yeah. To be hot. Mm-hmm. No, I thought it was very cute. I thought there was some real cuteness. Well, Sienna, shall we move on? Shall we prospect? Shall we pan for badges and... Starve? Starve for tragedies. Yes. Yes. 
I have a badge for this dog. Oh, surprise. <laughs> oh, I have a badge for that gun gag in the cabin when they kept turning the gun. There were two guys fighting over a gun mm-hmm. and they kept pointing it at Charlie, no matter how much he ran. Oh. They'd be pointing it at him. And that was hilarious. That's funny. It made me LOL. LOL. It was also very scary. It's like a nightmare. You couldn't get away. I, uh, I'll give some badges to some gags. Okay. I have a badge for when the cabin sort of becomes a wind tunnel mm-hmm. and the guy who lives there is like, get out. And Charlie is basically like, I'm trying to leave, but I can't. It's so windy. Oh, badge for the green screen avalanche. There was a part that was very green screened, clearly. Mm. Entertaining. Great. A badge for this chicken costume. I thought it was well made. It moved very beautifully. Yeah, I loved that. <laughs> um, badge for I love her. I loved Georgia. <laughs> I love watching her. She was a very good, like, alluring actress. Yes, the allure. A very, um, she has the allure. Engaging. I don't know. What's the word for? Whatever. Endearing. Um, a very endearing actress. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know where else to watch her in things, but she was... <laughs> I, I loved her. Where can I watch you? <laughs> Badge for a small, snowy town. Aww. Badge for Cabin on a Cliff Edge. That was a series of very fun gags. Mm. Dealing with gravity and everything. Yeah. A Badge for how much Georgia visibly hates this man. <laughs> she hated him right to his face. I said, good for you. You go, girl. Badge for easy watching. I just find these silent movies easy to watch. I had such a hard time keeping my eyes on the screen. Really? I think I consume a lot of stuff with more my ears than my eyes. Oh, I'm learning. It does not stress me out. I gotta give a badge for the, the dance of the roles. I, I am also as well giving a badge for the dance of the roles. Real good. <sighs> Woo! Real wee. good. Oh, do you know what? I'll give a badge for another gag. Right after she agrees to come to dinner on New Year's, Charles is celebrating in his cabin and he like rips up his pillow to shreds and there's feathers everywhere uh-huh. and he's celebrating and she comes back because she forgot her gloves. And my badge is for the moment where he has to just solemnly give her the gloves and you can see that he's just dying inside. Uh-huh. <laughs> Trages? Yes. I have a trage for, of course she ended up with the jerk sigh. I think she does end up with the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I think she started out not liking him. Mm. And then by the end, like, it's clear that they, they're together. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you were so mean to him before. <laughs> a trage for uh, just the circumstance of my television giving me commercials during a silent <laughs> film. Huh. I, my biggest trage for this movie is pity slash so sad for them yeah i hate feeling that way about characters it's my whole life that has made me so sad Mm -hmm. and i felt bad for him i felt bad for his big big name friend yeah they looked so upset oh and i just ah i have a trage for this is so mean it's so mean they're being so mean it's so rude interestingly enough i had a trage for it not as good as city lights Whoa. But I kind of, I put that early on. Mm. And uh, I think City... <laughs> <A> bold claim. <laughs> City Lights, well, I'd seen part of it, remember. Oh, um, yeah. I think had more, like, more consistent gags, but uh, this one grew on me. So, mm. I don't know. Bit yeah. of a growth trage on that one. I don't know where Ooh. I fall now. Uh, trage for what I found to be creepy, but what I, I want to know if you think this is a badge or a trage. 
keeping the photo of her under his pillow. I did think that was creepy. Okay. Yeah. I was like, it's almost sweet, except that it's very creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I also felt, and it's, it's, uh, you're torn because then they end up being so mean to him and ruthlessly bullying him. Yeah. And so you're like, okay, now that's all I'm focusing on. Uh-huh. But when I first saw it, I was like, that's Ooh, creepy. You don't know her. Yeah. Tragic for, I just know some of the context of this movie. It was when I was researching his scandals and how bad of a person he was. Yeah. My final trage is a trage for, seriously, where did the dog go? Where is the dog? Whose dog was it? Where can I pat that dog? I love that dog. That's all my trages. Sienna, let's uh, pass on. <laughs> let's donner pass. No, sled on. Let's sled right along Mush. into our segment, How to Pretend You've Seen This Film. This is for you are at the New Year's dance. Uh-huh. And what's-his-ass is about to start singing Auld Lang Syne. Uh-huh. What's his name? Stan? Scotty. Scotty. Scotty! Scotty's about to do his little New Year's performance, but he clocks you from across the room and he says, Oh, now that's someone who looks like they want to hear me talk about a film that was silent. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you say, No, 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 no. And he's making his way over to you. He's mushing over to you. Uh-huh. And he's about to start bringing up... What was this called? The gold rush? The gold rush. <laughs> so in order to stop Scotty from uh, uh, avalanching nice. you mm-hmm. with facts about this movie, here are a few things that you can say to pretend you've seen the film The Gold Rush. <laughs> yes, Scotty, I have seen The Gold Rush. It starts with a famous opening shot of a lot of people going up a pass all in a line. Um, it's giving Everest in 2022. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Scotty, I have seen The Gold Rush. At one point, Charlie Chaplin becomes a plank, and his core strength is unparalleled. (laughs) Scotty, I'm so sorry, I have to pause you right there because my headshots just arrived, and I have to look at them. (laughs) It's giving... Me. (laughs) I really gave me in that session. Yeah. (laughs) Slay. That's her. Yes, Scotty, I have seen The Gold Rush. There is a famous scene in which the little tramp serves up a, a shoe as Thanksgiving dinner. And the way Charlie Chaplin does it is incredible. In this, I am... Uh, speaking to a friend of mine who's also just a mean girl, and we are chatting in the dance hall, and I say, oh, if a film bro comes up to me and starts talking about a movie, I'm going to eat my shoe. (laughs) No! (laughs) And then you have to, and she is. Yeah. She's going to poop so much. I'm going to poop so much. (gasps) But gorgeously. (laughs) Beautifully. A gorgeous poop. Ah, yes, Scotty, you better believe I have seen The Gold Rush. That rolls scene, when he does a little dance with the rolls, is one of the hottest things I've seen in cinema. I'm as surprised as you are. (laughs) Yes, Scotty, I know about the gold rush. It did, are you talking to me, half a century before De Niro ever could. 
Georgia says, are you talking to me? Girl. To her boyfriend who she hates. And I said, she did it. She did this first. This is hers. Well, now that we have done that... (laughs) It's time. Perfect segue. It is time Perfect for our segue. segment to help you save time, which you might have to do if you're in Alaska and you can't tell what time it is. Oh, this is. Should you watch this or? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Yes. Where we tell you if you should watch this or if you should do anything else with your precious time. Liana, what say you? Uh, no, I think you should Google fluffy, fluffy dogs. I do think this maybe was an American Eskimo dog and you can look up that breed. They're so fucking cute. My family dog was part American Eskimo dog. So I think I was like, ah. loving that face shape Um, and you should pat a dog while reading a book about the Donner Party (laughs) very intriguing which is insane that I'm recommending that over just watching a silent film comedy but I just didn't really care about this movie Sienna what would you say um, to be honest, right now I'm going to say, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to watch the whole movie. I'd <laughs> say uh, this is one of those things where you could watch some of the clips online. If you're trying to save time, then yeah. watch some of the clips. Mm-hmm. But I do enjoy these silent movies. What can I say? I, out of all the movies on the list, I'm like, do the silent ones. <laughs> they can barely say anything. They have to show their... It's like what you say about guys learning choreography. Yeah. They can't just be like barfing out their artistic, quote unquote, ideas. Mm. He is using his core he is really using his body really he's getting core. in there that's doing it for it's you because mine is so weak interesting it can't do anything you're yeah you're really experiencing like i don't know if i want to be him or be on him exactly yeah. moment yeah great sienna what would you rate the film the gold rush i am going to give this movie a solid three mm. out of five icicles used as soup yeah it was like it was kind of a slow start also we know charlie chaplin is kind of a bad guy so i'm yeah. not like giving him it's gonna put a damper on it but i would say that this is a solid movie i'd be happy to watch it again mm. yeah and i will be watching that role scene of oh, course oh yeah absolutely as we both will be separately uh-huh. in our own 100%. homes yep liana how about you i would give this two fluffy friends out of five i loved i couldn't believe how many dogs were in this movie oh. i was so happy there just kept being dogs in the film. And I said, yeah. There were far more dogs in this film than maybe women on the list. <laughs> and that's not great. But I really enjoyed watching the film because there were so many pups to see on screen. And that rolls dance, yep, clapped my cheeks. Mm-hmm. Buttered, my, buttered my roll. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode on The Gold Rush. There be gold in them lakes uh, <laughs> uh this is toss popcorn you can follow us at toss popcorn on all social media that is on instagram on twitter on tiktok join us on patreon you literally are missing out on the fun join us patreon.com slash toss popcorn that's where you can find us to give us a little bit of more attention thank you and join us next week when we will be watching nashville wasn't that a CW show? <laughs> 1975. Or oh, no. Or possibly the entire a series. A 70s film again. Don't worry. This one will be in the South. I'm going to burn down the AFM. <laughs> Thank you. We love you. Bye. Bye. You can find us on Instagram as at Sienna Jekyll and at Liana Holston. 
Please check the description for the spelling of our dumb names. We put out episodes every Tuesday, so make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. See you next week on Tossed Popcorn. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check the iHeartRadio app. Just someone who's trained in clowning like himself. Uh Uh-huh. They can stay very stiff. It makes me feel a lot of things. (laughs) The control. The control! Have you ever thought about maybe like an athlete? (sighs) (laughs) I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.